When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well met, fellow adventurers. We are in Sir Crokington's fancy, fancy house. And, well, we've upgraded it a bit more. It's now at level 20. Your renovations have served to largely restore both the keep and the sprawling grounds upon which it rests. The grand structure now reflects much of its original grandeur. But not all of it, not yet. You're certainly just a bit more work. Oak Road Keep could be stored to its original state. Gotta get it to 40, which is the. which is another day or maybe two of upgrades. And then we can start buying upgrades. But it's fancy enough for us to have adventures. Okay, and the first of them is called One Sunny Morning. Three horsemen arrive at the gates of Oak Road Keep early one sunny morning. Here we go. The sun has only just appeared over the backs of the distant eastern hills. We alerted by your coachman to the approach of three riders along the road, running past the gates of Oak Road Keep. Seems like they've got business here, he says. As the trio of horsemen turn their heeds, turn their steeds into the lane leading up to the gates. Well, well, are you did all your capable hands. As the coachman turns away to his duties, you stride up to the gates, eager to see what it is that all three riders are seeking. The three horsemen reach the gates before you and promptly dismount, although you cannot make out. That face at this distance, you know that each of the men is dressed in chain armour and wears a long sword. Suddenly, one of the men steps up to the gates and acknowledges your approach with a broad wave. He then calls for you in a voice that immediately conjures up an unpleasant image of your last encounter with this very character. The broad-shouldered, chain-clad man calling out to you from just outside the gates of your keep is none other than Wakmakawa. Wakmakawa, the famous adventure, self-described hero Wakmakawa, has earned quite a reputation over the years as a highly skilled, if not somewhat haughty, sword for hire. Tales of the adventurous heroics can be heard in taverns across the vast breadth of the North Broadlands. 
Greetings, dear friend, shouts Wacom Kara as you draw up to the gates. I'd heard you taken up residency pass. Just wanted to stop by and see the parcel myself. I do hope we're not including. You note that each of the adventurers studied leather gauntlets are emblazoned with a fancifully scripted R. The two men with Wakamakara, both of them considerably younger than her apparent leader, step up to the gates on either side of him. Might we come in? Should say it's not worthy of your reputation to leave us standing here, says Wakamakara. Got a wish I wish to impart to you. Okay, three options divination, open the gates and allow him in, tell him he's not welcome. Okay, what does divination say? Succeeded. You sense nothing that would suggest the Wakamakara or two men in this company mean you any direct or immediate harm. You also sense, however, there's more to this visit than it's stated in. Stated intent. Oh, I'll let him in. The gates are open. And Rakwakar and his two cohorts step onto the grounds of Okar Peep. Almost immediately, the Moya moves towards you and initiates a shoulder cross. Okay, I guess we should try. Because it's difficult, it was me hopping on shoulders and things. And all that, but we put it off. Yes, yes, there should be no ill will between us, he says, as the friendly gesture is completed. This really is a grand sort of place, Sir Gorgian. You've done quite well for yourself, yes, quite well. Mokmakara tells you that he and the two women with him, who introduces a year and ten one, must soon be on their way, as they've been hired to win a nearby region of a dangerous bothersome creature. What sort of creature? he says, echoing the question you bluntly put to him. Oh, well, you know. Sort that sort of detail hardly matters. It's powerful at the end that concerns me. You're still of the adventuring yolk, aren't you? Yeah, yes. Hardly something one can set on the mantle, is it? You spend several long minutes enveloped in surprisingly pleasant conversation with as he boastfully relates to you some of the obviously exaggerated details of his more recent exploits. In turn, you tell him of your own recent adventures, while prudently managing not to reveal any of the more important bits at length. He tells you he and his men must be on their way. And as promised, here is something for you, he says, and you a small cloth pouch. Goodness knows I've enough of these things scattered rounds. Sure, you could use some. And I do not mean it in a disparaging way, mind you. You discover the pouch contains eight adventurer tokens. Alright, so it's adventurer tokens. But it's from Wakamakara. But it's adventurer tokens. But it's from Wakamakara. Uh, his adventurer tokens. You accept Wakamakawa's gift and thank him. I've got eight adventurer tokens. Oh, hardly a bother, he says. I do hope this small gesture 
and a rather pleasant visit this morning shall mend any risk that my previous behaviours might have opened. You might not really say so, Sokerson, but I'm not quite the same person I was last time we crossed paths. Well, can I tell you, since he's last messed, he's adopted a new outlook on life. One that he suggests is directly at odds with his former demeanour. I was as cruel as a club, he says, nodding yes. It's quite for shameful, huh? How it was that I once chose to guard myself around this accursed well. Whether I have you know that several months ago I began to mend my wretched ways, you see, Sir Crockerton. I found something that, well, I'll leave it at that. Suddenly a fierce, almost wild look comes into the warrior's eyes. His entire body trembles ever so slightly. He seems seems to take notice of this. Indeed, continues to ramble on about his changed names. You know, though, must admit I'm retaining just a healthy measure of pride. He says, grinning. I'm sure I might consider obliging you if you were to challenge Rudra's bar. I've heard quite a few impressive things about you of late, Sir Crockerton. Of course. This is your place. I'll not impose such a request on you. Still, I'd be curious to know just how am I, as I might mark myself next to the Lady of Oakenwood Keep. Uh, ch- uh, challenge or don't challenge? What? Have a chance to kick Rockamokawa's ass? Of course I'm going to take it. Splendid! roars Wakamakawa, his face adopting a sudden but short look of rage. Just a friendly bout then? Perhaps this very spot will do. Wakamakawa draws his sword and carefully examines his glittering blade as he turns its flat edge towards you. Suddenly a fierce, almost wild look comes into the warrior's eyes. His entire body trembles ever so slightly. All right then, he says, turning and mentioning for his two cohorts a step further back. Two, you might wish to pay particular heed. You're not likely to see something like this again. He exhales sharply, assuming but combat where he stands. He should prepare to engage the formidable warrior in a non-lethal bout. Begin. Welcome back, our smiles and steps forward. Extending his muscular right arm and levering the glittering blade at you. If you're ready, then, my lady, he says. Oh, he's being extra polite. Again, fierce, almost wild look comes into Warrior's eyes. His entire body trembles ever so slightly. Eager to match and prove your combat prowess to Makawa, particularly in front of his two cohorts, you signal for the fight to begin. Wakamakawa grins and rushes at you. Fighting Wakamakawa, he's a 3 plus to hit. So I'll just bash. It's non lethal. So you get the damage that you do, but certain powers are restricted because there's no there's no real nice way to use destruction magic. Because it just doesn't understand not killing. You can't use this power since you're not trying to kill your foe. 
Block of the car snarls as he strikes at you. The flat of his glittering blade. Just, just keep fighting. Devastating blow for 29 damage. Another devastating blow. More devastating blows. It's nearly done. One more hit. Bash. I was stabbing the whole time. But just, just around the edges. Just around the edges, you see. Non-fatal stabbing. Just enough for them to... Just, just enough for them to lose enough blood to get weary. But nothing that you can't, you know, fix with a few plasters. And a lot of restoration magic. You defeated your foe. 129 XP and 512 experience to gentle. The last in the series of well-placed blows sends your dangerous opponent toppling to the ground. He swiftly regains his feet. Before you continue your assault, concedes the contest and congratulates you on an amazing level of skill. You are worth your respect, he says, breathing heavily. No doubt about that. I should say. Perhaps we will do this again. Quite soon. Yet again, a fierce, almost wild look comes into the warrior's eyes, and its entire body trembles ever so slightly. He quickly recovers from the episode, seems to take no notice of it. You exchange few words with your opponent following the conclusion of the battle. Within only a few minutes, Wakokar and his two cohorts preparing to remount their steeds outside the gates to Oakland Keep, keep Oakwold Keep. The broad-shouldered warrior swings himself into the saddle and nods at you before turning and riding off along the road leading away from your residence. With his men following swiftly in his wake, as the three riders disappear around the bend in the road and almost in the lost from sight, wonder whether or not you've seen the last of Wakamakawa. That's 128 experience to general. Will we see him again? Well, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, next adventure. Secret shared. The armoured wider, his silver skull cap glittering the sun, and his chain skirt clinking rhythmically with each step of his proud mare, raises his gloved hand and salutes you with a wave as he draws up to the gate of Oak World Keep. Let's do this one. And we just read that. He watches Prose ever since the steady clop of his steed hooves. Hearing the steady clop of his steed hooves, they bit down on the rough road leading past your magnificent residence. How oh, no, did I hear him from inside? I guess it's just so quiet around here. And of course, as an adventurer with a height with a level 20 aura, you can hear things from further away. You just can. It gets annoying sometimes. You know, when you can hear the conversation that people are having. Three houses over. 
as the lone horseman reaches the gates and dismounts, you're surprised to find yourself faced with a face with a man whose age would easily place at seventy. Don't mean to disturb you, but good day to you, he says, removing his tented helmet and bowing courteously. My name is Cluthia, and I'll have to drop by and have a look at the new master of the keep. I can see you have things here in well in order. You ask Cluthia where he's headed, and are somewhat taken aback when he says that he, much like yourself, is an adventurer. You soon learn he's on his way to collect payment for a bit of goblin work he recently completed for a few local farmers. I hope they got what they owed me too, he says, sighing. Times aren't as forgiving as they once were, but I'm certain you're only too aware of it. Uh, no, don't, well, no harm done weird, if not quite either. Won't pass the matter with them, mind. Bit of gold is hard to come by for some of them. You find yourself taking an instant liking to the old grey-haired man. While he wears no weapon, you spot two swords and a small axe strapped to his belongings, which are bundled up on the back of his horse. You ask Gothar to come in and rest himself before continuing on with his journey. He tells you he's only been riding for less than a day, and he has quite a few more miles to cover before dusk. Thank you all the same, he says. Before I set off, there's something I'd better make certain I tell you. Gothor tells you the previous owner of the keep, a man by the name of Ondlorn, once confided in him about the secret lair hidden beneath the main hall. He was something of a spellcaster and a tinkerer, if you know the type is on, says Gothor. And he told me he made himself a place below the keep. We could work without fear of being disturbed or discovered. The last bit had me wondering just what it was he might have been up to, but I suppose I never truly believed every word he said. It wasn't a deceitful mind, but he had a talent for stretchy things a bit. You ask Cuthier what he knows about the lair beneath Oak World Keep, and he says he only knows of its existence and that he's never been certain, even on that point. I'm afraid I know very. I don't only know what little pieces Omlorn chose to tell me, he says. Well, I just thought it would be best of me to pass it on to you, my friend. If there is such a place to be found, I'm more than a little sure you're just the being to find it. After all, you've been earning yourself quite a reputation, Sir Quirkington. You thank Cuthor for the information, and as he leaves, he tells you to take care should you find and investigate the hidden lair. Omlor, Omlor was a strange one, he says, whose tone suggests he was fond of the mage. A good enough man, but a bit reckless and mysterious. You mind you take care if you find that place of his. There's no way, there's really no telling what what might be in there. He bid the old man farewell and watch as he departs, riding off to seek out the farmers whose livestock he recently protected from the roving band of goblins, and who are most unlikely to have the agreed-upon payment at hand. Guthier, with Guthier's long-kept secret still fresh in your mind, 
you step into the main hall of Oakland Keep and begin your search for anything that will add quadrants to the notion of a hidden there below. It doesn't take you long to find what you're looking for. On the western side of the hall, you discover a small stone lever set flush to the floor. The lever is difficult to see, or it would be if I wasn't so close to the floor. Even as you stand over it, staring straight down it, down it, you immediately suspect you immediately suspect it is somehow connected with the hidden lair mentioned by Longbottom and related to you by Kither. Well, unfortunately, I don't really that stand that far over it. Although I'm often quite a way over it when I'm moving. Hoppity hop hop hop. Momentarily throwing caution to the wind, you reach down. Well, I guess reach across and manage to work your finger just over the top of the lever. With minimal effort, you raise the lever until it's standing on end. At first, nothing happens. I begin to think there's more to a simple device than these dear. With that, she turns to stare. Across the hall, your eyes fall upon a broad section of stone floor that now shimmers brightly. As the shimmering subsides, you're surprised to discover a large stone hatch now plainly visible in the centre of the hall. Attached to the top of the weighty stone slab is a heavy iron latch. It appears there is something to story about a hidden lair after all. You'll find the option to investigate the hidden lair in the main hall of Oakwood Keep. And that's 32 experience to general. But the real reward, of course, you have to go down there. Okay, let's... we're only... We're only 20 minutes in. Let's go investigate this hidden lair. With a tremendous effort, you pull open the weighty stone latch, revealing a set of broad steps that spiral downward into shadow. You slowly, cautiously descend into the hidden lair. You're standing at the base of a spiraling set of stairs, leading into the main hall of Oakwood Keep. Faintly glowing orbs of blue and green suspended from the ceiling at semi-regular intervals. Find a pale light that fills the corridors. This musty, long hidden lair. Okay, I'm in the southwest corner. Ooh, something has just turned up. A chill suddenly comes over you as a dark shape looms to view at the gloom ahead. Simply assume a defensive stance as a writhing mass of shadow surges into view and rapidly morphs itself into the black silhouette of a giant spider. With unnerving swiftness, the creature of shadow surges forward, hovering just inches off the floor as it closes in to attack as a giant spider shadow. That is a shadow that looks like a giant spider, not the shadow of a giant spider. Unless a giant spider had its shadow stolen and it turned into a blob, went here, and now we're fighting it again. I mean, maybe that can happen. The shadow of a giant, giant spiders. The shadow of a giant spider silently assails you. Yeah. Well, that's something. 10 XP. A little more than a whisper. 
the shadow of a giant spider dissolves in the surrounding gloom. Okay, now this womb is is divided into four segments. Well, okay, we got we've got three north-south corridors, three east-west corridors, making a grid. I'm going along the south side now. Okay, in the southeast corner, shelves of books line the walls. The southeast corner of the mysterious lair. You quickly peruse the various journals and tomes stacked on the stout wooden planks. I conclude that nearly all of them deal with magic, both its practice and the many theories that surround its origin and uses. The scope of some of their texts gives you the impression that Ormlin, the secret place this was, had a mind and a thirst for knowledge that must have been quite beyond measure. You can head north, west, or look through the books. You need a car near 40 plus to do it. I do, so search through the books. A careful examination of the book turns up a musty tome. It contains a thought-provoking series of passages detailing some of the finer points of the art of shadow magic. Hmm. Alright, well, that makes sense. We've just seen shadow creatures in this place, so presumably he's been fiddling with shadow magic, amongst other things. However, as you not versed in this particular magical discipline, the finer points revealed in the passages are of little use to you. And it's not elemental enough to just teach me shadow magic. Because that's not something you just learn. It's a bit more complicated than that. Because the shadows don't just listen to anybody. It's not about just saying the right words. There are secrets. Secret secrets are very secret indeed. Oh well. Well, event. Well, presumably at some point, I will learn shadow magic. So when I do, I'll go back here and get it. But I'll probably. But you may or may not hear me do that. Head north along the corridor. Okay, I'm on the eastern side. Up to the northeast corner. Shelves of books line the walls in the northeast corner of this mysterious hidden lair. You quickly peruse the various journals and tomes stacked on the stout wooden plaques, including nearly all of them deal with magic, both its practice and the many theories that surround its origin and uses. The scope, yeah, the scope of some of the text gives you the impression Ormlin. No secret places was had a mind and the first for knowledge that must have been quite beyond most measure. Search through the books again. Your careful examination of books turns up a musty tome. It contains a thought-provoking series of passages detailing some of the finer points of the art of gating. Beneath the lurid glow of one of the orbs that hangs from the ceiling, you spend several minutes studying the finer points revealed in the passages. 64 XP to Arcania. 
Knowledge of the art of gating you've gained through your careful study of the relevant passages within the tome has made you more keenly aware of some of the less obvious aspects of the magical discipline. And 2,048 experience to gating, which gives me enough experience to level up, which I'll do at some point. Having satisfied your curiosity and completed your study of the book, you place it back upon the shelf and prepare to once again set off along the corridor. Okay, okay, west along the corridor. Okay, I'm midway along the north side and there's something in the middle of the north side. Let's see what it is. Standing against the northern wall of this section of the corridor is a bulky, odd-looking contraption. Four wooden legs rise up from the floor and support a heavily tarnished copper dome, dangling in the middle of the four wooden legs. Attached to the copper dome by three sturdy lamps of chain is a small iron pot. You stare thoughtfully at the hanging iron pot. The size and shape of the interior is strangely reminiscent of something. There's an item you should use. So we need a small item. Hmm, something small. Well, it's going to be miss, because all weapons and armour will be too small. I mean, I guess it could be a ring. But, hmm. Good adventure lantern, that's too big. Out of our artifacts. Well, they're too multiple. There's keys, it's not going to be a key, because keys are only of use in one particular place. There's animal pelts. There's border range of belts. Brooch, child one was, cloudy blue gem stone. Maybe that. Nope. Have to be in a safe place to use it, so somewhere else. A Delver's coin, well that's recent, so it can't be that. Flavour of luck, that's recent. Gemmaster's kill, very recent. Gemma Crusted Disc, Greenstone Badge, recent, 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 recent. Hexhedron of Propuity, let's just have that a look. And no. Even after all the stats it provides. Hidebound book, too big. Broken Neon's chisel, too big. Old glass post, too big. Iron cube skulls. Too scully. Iron key, iron wand. Quebec's elixir. There can't really be any hands to them. Large backplack, long iron key. Massive leather tome. All this treasure map. Pretty bad man. Phantom stuff. Plasma American Quickstone. Could it be that? Could it be that? Let's use that and see. Apparently it was. 128 experience to general. In fact, I knew it was the Quickstone all along. Because you've literally seen me use it before. In a previous episode. Well, not seen me, heard me. And twenty experience the general. You carefully place your quickstone into the iron pot and stand back. Almost at once a soft hum fills the air 
and a bright blue glow spills out of the top of the small iron vessel. Moments later, the glow fades and the hum stops. You step forward and reach into the pot, happy to find your quickstone is still there and seemingly unharmed. Maybe the exact opposite. With the quickstone once again in your possession, you step back, examining the strange contraption, wondering what, if anything, just happened. Huh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It was here that you placed your quickstone in Zion Pot. In fact, if you haven't examined your quickstone in a while, be, you, you should be certain to do so. Okay, let's have a look at the quickstone. What's new? Your quickstone is glowing a faint blue. And everything else is the same as when we first got it. And now I'm going to try out the northwest corner. Shelves of books line the walls of the northwest corner of this mysterious hidden lair. You quickly peruse the various journals and tombs stacked on the stout wooden planks, including nearly all of them deal with magic, both its practice and the many theories that surround its origin and uses. The scope of some of the text gives you the impression that Aldorn, the secret place that Swart had a mind and the first knowledge that must have been quite beyond most measure. Search through the books. A careful examination of the books turns up a musty tome that contains a thought-provoking series of passages detailing some of the finer points of the art of elementalism. Beneath the lowered glow of one of the orbs that hang from the ceiling, he spends several minutes studying the finer points revealed in the passages. 64 XP to Arcania, the knowledge of the art of elementalism you've gained through your careful study of the relevant passages within the tome. Has made you more keenly aware of some of the less obvious, less obvious aspects of the magical discipline. Having satisfied you, two hundred, two thousand—that is—and forty-eight experience to elementalism. Having satisfied your curiosity and completed your study of the book, you place it back on the shelf, prepare to once again set off along the corridor. Alright. Go south now. Doo-ba-doo-ba-doo. And that's a full loop completed of the outer edge. Alright, but... There's the middle to go. Chill suddenly comes over you. The dark shape, loom, shoot, loom, dark shape looms the view out of the gloom ahead. 
you would instinctively assume a defensive stance as, a wive, as the wiving mass of shadow surges into view and rapidly morphs itself into the silhouette of a horned serpent. With unnerving quickness, this creature of shadow surges forward, just inches off the floor as it closes in on into attack. Horned serpent shadow. Just quick combat it. It is slain. 10 XP. It is more than a whisper. Shadow of the horned serpent souls in the surrounding room. Okay. In the middle, at the crossroads, the cutlery you're following reaches an intersection of three other passages, forming a, forming a small quadrangle at the centre of the dun junction. Here, one of the quadrangle, set it up at the broad three tiered dais, is a tall, iron framed mirror. Suddenly, you spot a shadowy figure just beyond the mirror at the edge of the dais. You rush forward to confront the unknown person, and he instantly turns to face you, revealing a tangled white beard and a pair of fierce blue eyes. The old man frowns and steps towards the mirror, reaching out with his left hand. He watches in astonished silence as, the bent, as his bent fingers press through, press through the solid glass surface of the mirror as if they were being dipped into water. After turning his piercing gaze upon you one last time, the old man steps completely into the mirror and vanishes. You stride up to the other and cautiously reach out into its surface. You stab your fingers onto its cold, forgiving, unforgiving surface, leaving you onto how it is the old man passed into the strange old man or thing with the form of the old man at least. Presumably from some sort of mirror world. And I think if Star Trek is taught as anything, is that a mirror world is always filled with bad stuff. Usually the same stuff as our world, but bad. Puzzled and nerved, the old man, whose intent is by no means plain, was lurking just be was lurking just beneath the main hoarding for keep. You stare back. You stand back and stare at the mirror. Seeing only reflection on its shining surface. Alright. Back to the this is this is the main page that you see when you get there. You vividly recall the white bearded man, you watch step through the mirror, surface the mirror and vanish. You also recall his piercing blue eyes and the fierceness of his stare. Certainly in time you'll learn more about the mirror. For now, you remain content to let it let it remain as it stands. Okay, so you can go either direction from there, went east. Here's a, something else. Shadow morphs into the silhouette of a winged beast. With nerving quickness, the creature of shadow surges forward, hovering just inches off the floor as it closes into track. Winged beast shadow. Shadow of winged beast silently assails you. And it is slain. How many of these things are there? More than 10 XP and it dissolves like the others. Alright. Giant spider shadow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's happening here. So there's three. Ooh, is the fourth type of sad shadow. He morphs into the black silhouette of a large wolf, 
With unnerving quickness, the creature with shadow surges forward, hovering just inches off the floor as it closes into attack. Large wolf shadow. So it silently assails you. Yeah, these, these, they all fight the same. It's 110 XP. Winged Beast Shadow, just quick combat that. Another 10 XP. Okay, I think something. I have a feeling there must be a limited number of these. Uh, or, I guess, th there must be a limited number of these. Okay, I know from previous minutes. There's a limited number of these. Just going to keep fighting them. There's another wolf. Quick combat, 10 XP. What does the mirror? Alright, giant spider shadow. Quick combat. Another 10 XP. Does the mirror give me any clues? Alright, wing beast shadow. Quick combat, 9 XP. Less that time. Wing beast shadow. Combat, 10 XP. Okay, let's go, go, go. Horn, Shadow, Serpent, quick combat. 10 XP, okay. How many of these things are there? Hmm. So the numbers have increased. Now that I've... Now that I've seen the mirror dude. Wing, Peace, Shadow. 10 XP from that. Keep. Be shadow. Ten XP from that. Alright, helm. Be shadow. It's a quick combat. Ten XP. Hundred and twenty-eight. You feel a profound sense of relief following the demise of the shadow creature. Though you can't be certain, you begin to think you may have defeated the last of them. At least for now. Where the shadows came from, what their purposes was, remains a mystery. Alright. Does it somehow tie into this mirror, perhaps? Examine the mirror again. You vividly recall. Tall, ornate, identified mirror. Vividly recall the white bearded man you watched step through the surface of the mirror and vanish. You also enjoy his pit. You also recall his piercing blue eyes and the fierceness of his stare examining the mirror. As you stand staring into the mirror, a sudden horrifying transformation comes over it. The mirror's solid, reflective surface begins to whipple, and the image becomes distorted and suddenly vanishes, replaced by a swirling cloud of black dark shapes. A deep sense of weird sense of dread rose up from within you. She come to the realization that something not of this world is about to pass through the mirror. Watching horror as a large group of winged phantoms begin to emerge from the rippling surface of the mirror. The sinister, broad-winged, black silhouettes wail ominously as they pass through the mirror and into the hidden halls beneath Oak Road Keep. The last of a total of 27 winged fan phantoms emerges from the mirror, along with his gathered brethren, swiftly disperses, disappearing along one of the four shadowy corridors that lead away from the spot. spot. The winged phantoms seem to pay you no heed. Suddenly, however, one of the departing winged phantoms turns and starts in a direction. Okay. 
Well, that's 27 of them. I'll have to get them all. Because ugh, this is my house. I, I sleep there and I do things. And sometimes I have guests over. Watch ground, face the wing phantom. Here we go. The wailing phantom is broad black wings stretched out to fill almost the entire breadth of the passage. Passage surges forward and attacks. Shrieking wing phantom begin combat. The winged phantom shrieks savagely as it swipes and swipes you with claws of shadows. The touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body. So now that's for twelve damage, and there's another deadly deathly touch. Just like hmm. Slightly more aggressive than the first ones. It's almost as if whatever's beyond the mirror seems to be a bit more serious about this. I mean, like the forces before, they were just scouts. We can't just a generalized force. They just sent everywhere. Through all the various mirrors that probably link up to their place. But now they're a bit more serious. Not completely serious, otherwise the man beyond the mirror would come out. But a bit more serious. With an eerie, echoing wail, the winged phantom swiftly fades from view. The ancient terror, spawned in the dark depths of the nebulous, is no more. Your victory over the wailing wing phantom brings you only three fleeting moments of satisfaction. Suddenly, off in the distance, rising out of a shadowy corner here and there, is the swill, haunting wail of yet another of the winged phantoms. Of the twenty-seven winged phantoms passing into hall via the mirror, a total of twenty-six now remain. Alright, let's just go west. Alright, 26 invaders stalk the hall. One of the 26 sinister invaders of your keep suddenly emerges from the gloom. The wailing phantom is broad, black wings stretched out to film the entire breadth of the passage searches forward and attacks. Caped wing phantom. As widely as this class of shadow. Yeah, they're all going to fight the same. Hmm. Was the first one harder? Or was I just unlucky? There was no specials at that time. 18 XP. 25 left. Alright. Not going to be able to have to deal with all of these. 25 left. Quick, quick combat. 17 XP. 24 left. Alright. I'm wandering up and down the west side. Because if I go to the corners or the middle. You get slowed down. 23 left. Tweaking wing phantom. Eating speed. 22 left. So on. 22 wing phantom. Just wing phantom. Ah, oh, it's fights the same as the west of them. Definitely chilling all. Quick combat. 17 XP. 21 remaining. Alright, we're making progress. Making progress. 21. There's another. Quick combat. 17 XP. 21. Woo! Uh, quick combat. Tip 2. Do D. 19 remain. Okay. 
It's going to keep going backwards and forwards until they are all slain. Because, let me state again, this is my house, and I don't particularly like monsters in my basement. Okay, Probably a few, but if I want monsters in my basement, the ones that I specifically put there as some sort of some sort of test or grinding spot. Not just ones that just turned up uninvited. Okay, keep going. 15 remain. Hmm. Oh, nearly halfway there. 14 remain. Alright, there's another one. 13 remain now. That's more than half of them gone. Already. Oh, oh I've gone, gone past the southwest corner. Let's basically get out. Now, I'm not going to even try to exit because that would involve opening up the passage to the west of my house. And of course, my house is so big and so spacious, and there's so many nice things in it. And so many ways to hide. And also there's there's the coachman. They could hurt the coachman. Or the guy who who warned me that someone was coming. And I don't know, do I maybe various other people I have around? No no, I can't let them out. Just gotta gotta deal with them all. Gotta make sure I've counted them all off. Some of these aren't the kind of monsters that reform themselves when you defeated them. When you defeated them after a while. Because, I mean, these are shadow beasts, so who, who knows how they work? Maybe they just... Maybe if you wait long enough, they just eat enough shadows and reform. Shadow magic, it's weird. It doesn't have to, it doesn't follow anything like the regular form of experience. Eight ex eight invaders remain. Yes. 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 So below my house immediately out of all the places for monsters to invade it's Probably actually the best place for them to invade. You know, for the west of the world, that is. Because if they try to invade my house, well, it's going to be. It's going to be uh, one of the shortest invasions ever. Yeah, so it would go. It would go even worse. That's even shorter than that. That time this one French guy tried to try to invade, tried to invade the island of Sark, and then this one policeman guy was like, "Hey, can I look at your awesome gun?" And the guy was like, "Okay, I'm going to show you my awesome gun." He's like, "Oh, that is an awesome gun. Also, you're under arrest." Hey, oh, oh, I can get, oh wait, I can't, 
because I just gave you my gun. Hmm. Yeah. I'm really stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I somehow got defeated by an by a single unarmed policeman on an island with no guns of any type and a population of 900 and no cars and a lot of horses because it's it's sark it's 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 its own weird thing look it up look it up You'll be, you'll learn a lot of interesting things. I don't think I'll go into too much detail, because well, I'll probably get something wrong. I don't want to do that. Yeah, yep, yep, that's, yeah, the invasion. An invasion of the Kingdom of Telsa via my house would go would last even less time than that. Only two invaders remain. There we go. Just one left. One invader remains. Though an invader yet stalks the halls. Here we go. The last of the sinister invaders you'll keep suddenly emerges from the gloom. Honestly, you thought you'd change your strategies when it was your, when you were the last one. I don't know. Plop back to your memory world and get hope, get help or report. Hmm. Honestly, I don't think these are you know smart monsters. They're just. Just to wreck stuff. I mean, they'd even doesn't look like they're even trying to get out. Yeah, I think they're just tower forces, I guess. Just to you take them, you release them. They smash stuff. They get defeated. You don't really care. You just just there to smash things up. Not you know a. Formal an army of formal invasion. Just uh, hey, stop poking into my weird mirror dimension. Monsters, have some monsters. Hmm. Wait, oh wait, you already had monsters. Have some more monsters. Uh, keep that up, and I'll throw some more monsters at you. Because uh, I really don't have any other plan. Oh, well. The Wailing Phantom, its broad black wings stretched out to fill almost the entire breadth of the passage, surges forward and attacks. Begin kept winged Phantom. Splash, bash, 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 bash. Just slain. It is no more. 18 XP. Okay, now, now the better bit. The reward for slaying all of them. 384 experience to general, and 32 experience to all skills and powers. Having slain the last of the 27 wing phantoms, 
than emerged from the mirror. You take a few moments to reflect upon the gravity of the situation, and wonder if the strange mirror has any further surprises in store. Finally satisfied you are no longer in any imminent danger, in hidden lair beneath Oak Road Keep, you once again set off on your way. Alright, let's have one more look at the mirror, see if there's the mirror in the middle, see if there's any more surprises. Examine the mirror. Nothing stirs beneath the solid surface of the mirror, and you will either find only your own reflection gazing back at you. Still, you remain certain that if you've not yet witnessed the last of the peril that passed through this strange and powerful portal, you also think, not for the first time, that you should have a good, long talk with Thaldomir. Yeah, mm. honestly, I don't. He this is a secret passage, well hidden. There's honestly, he can be. It's totally, it's totally reasonable for him not to know about this. I mean, I mean, he can probably a house this grand. Yeah, it probably would have secret passages because I think that's just a wall. Once you once you achieve a certain level of wealth and grandeur of houses, you think, oh, I know. I'm going to put secret passages in. And I'm going to build a folly in the garden. And I'm going to hire a hermit to just sit there being crazy. The hermit thing was something that actually happened. Secret passages, I'm sure there's been a few of them, but they're not a well-documented phenomenon. But building building follies like a mini Stonehenge or a fake te- or a fake Roman temple, that's a th- that's a thing that the sort of grand estate owning sort of class did. You know, or have your own your own private orchestra follow you around, or go. Hmm. You know that village on my property, which has poor people live there. It's a bit ugly. Uh, yeah. What, what's this? Oh, the ooh, capability brown. What is this? I noticed you drew up this plan for my estate, and it has. No village there? I really like that. Let's see, now, I'm just going to... Well, I do own this place, so I don't really have to, you know, have a reason. I don't need a good reason to evict them. I don't have to think of anything they've done or anything. I can just say, hello there. I own this land. I am the landlord. You obey me. You pay me the money. You do whatever I want because I'm the boss. Bugger off, please. Bugger off. Your little village where you've been living for centuries is ugly. And I'm laying out this really grand garden. I don't want your ugly village in it. So, cheerio. Cheerio, my old chaps. Okay. And then, and it's no, it's removed, knocked down. 
That is a thing. Another thing that they actually did. Uh, Lancelot Capability Brown. Architect to the witch and very, very witch. Yes, well, so nothing more will happen here today. All right, let's just get out of here, climb the stairs, and leave the keep. When you reach the top of the stairs and step into the main hall, the old keep, you quickly close the heavy stone hatch. You're certain the weighty hatch will provide an adequate barrier between the keep and the long hidden lair below. Well, adequate when there's not anything actively wandering around. I wouldn't really want to test it against, say... 27 winged beasts of shadows. That, that, that's, that's just uh, asking for trouble, really. Anyhow, so. There's, some, there's something to do. I could bash that tomorrow in the next episode, but it's not that interesting. So when more, when we have a few more adventures in your residence, I might just tack on. I think I'll tack on going down there again at the end. You know, because dealing with them, not really a full adventure. Oh yeah, because I know there's at least a couple more, couple more times you have issues. With the mirror. Uh, yeah, so I won't. So when we get more adventures in the. in your residence, and we're at 40 minutes of think, we could do a bit more. I'll just visit there. Visit there to wound off the hour. But anyhow, so what. what shall we do? If we're not doing that tomorrow, what shall we do? There's no more formal adventures around here. Let's see. What shall we do? Hmm. Let's see. There's nothing that we... I have 43 adventures, so I can go to at any time. There's also Proving Grounds 1, 3, 4, and 5. Mm, what shall we do? Well, there's a... Okay, there's, there's, there's a few things we could do in Foxwell, Foxfell Forest. There's two adventures... And I think we could buy a map to something to do there as well. Yeah, okay. So next time we shall go to Foxhill Forest and do the stuff that is to be done there. And until then, farewell fellow adventurers.
Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash build. That's Chime.com slash build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.